What would it take to arouse your life, to experience more connection, more pleasure, more realness in and outside of the bedroom? I'm August McLaughlin, and this is Girl Boner Radio. My name is Olivia. I'm a 25-year-old woman, originally from St. Louis, Missouri. I live in LA, and I am a co-creative director for Colors Only Erotica Books, and I also work as a professional dancer. I am a vegan, so I eat a lot of beans. (laughs) And you know, the old saying is like, you know, what was it? Like, beans, beans, the more you eat, the more you fart, something like that. I do remember that saying. It's apparently from a playground song. The lyrics go like this. Beans, beans, the magical fruit. The more you eat, the more you, yeah, toot. Which is all fine and good. It's healthy and normal to pass gas. But when that function enters the bedroom, it can feel pretty embarrassing. There are workarounds for anyone who's interested, and we will get to some of those in a bit here. First, Olivia's story. It's one of the OMG sex stories I collect and share here often. It happened during her relationship with her current boyfriend, during a time in her life when she was pretty new to what she called the sex world and pretty self-conscious about her body. We had this routine of where we would maybe go see a movie, maybe go out to eat, but we really were like into cooking at home at that time. So we had just made a big meal. um, And then we usually just like sit on the couch and then, you know, one thing leads to another and then we're doing it. Olivia said that oral sex was a big emphasis in her relationship at the time. I was on birth control at that time, but for some reason I was still like, I don't want to, I was just really like weird about it. So I was like, we need to like emphasize the head and then maybe only do like penetration, like for the last two minutes. I I know that doesn't make a difference, but you know, sometimes you just are weird about that. I completely know what she means. It's not uncommon to fear that any penetration at all can lead to pregnancy. Like many couples, Olivia and her partner have their go-to sex moves. They know what they like, and they often go in a similar order. We usually have the routine of, you know, foreplay, he gives me head, and then we do it. It being PIV, penis in vagina penetration. This time, though, Olivia really wanted to enjoy the head she was receiving more than usual. Like I mentioned, I'm a vegan, so I I eat a lot of beans in general. I just, I'm a gassy person and I'm always like, feel like I'm holding it in when I'm receiving head. And it's just like, I don't want to have to do that. I want to just release and feel completely good. And so in this moment, I was like, you know what? Forget it. I'm going to just like, let go. It's probably not even going to be that bad. So he's giving me head and I'm enjoying it. And I'm kind of like, okay, let's, let's just let it go. And I farted in his face, in his face. And it was like an audible, like, like when it wasn't like a silent, like, oh, maybe he didn't like, it was like very noticeable. And honestly, we just had to stop. He's a nice guy. So it, 
he just kind of played it off, but I had to stop because I was like, I can't, like, I can't, I can't handle this. <laughs> Honestly, in that moment, I just kind of rolled over and I was just like, I am so sorry. I didn't mean to do that to you. I know we're comfortable, but I, I would never like just assume that I could just fart in your face like that. I was just so embarrassed for the first few minutes, but he's such a sweetheart. So he was like, I understand it happens. You know, I'm sure it'll happen to me at some point. You know, of course it hasn't, but like. (laughs) Olivia has come a long way since then, as far as comfort with her body, including about any sounds that might emerge. Now I understand that that's just part of bodily functions. It happens And now I just try and make sure that if I know there is a possibility we're going to be doing it later, that I try to just let the farts out earlier, if that makes sense. (laughs) After I I had did that, I pretty much became pretty open with like any like bodily things at that point. Because I was like, I literally farted in your face. Like, I don't, there's only like a a couple more things worse than that. (laughs) Olivia and her beau have been together for some time now. As she has gotten to know him more deeply, she's realized that she probably didn't have to be so embarrassed about that flatulence. I think I underestimated his like hippiness at that time because he's very like just open, like, you know, this is this is our body. This is my body. These are the sounds that happen when you're like, you know, putting things in orifices. But now we're completely fine. Of course, I still don't want that to happen. But if something along the lines of that happens, I'm just like, I'm so sorry. You know, I would never intentionally do that to you. And we're cool. So here's why beans can make you gassy. They contain a type of natural sugar called oligosaccharides. When your large intestine breaks them down, gas is produced. Some people are more sensitive to these sugars than others, so not everyone needs to avoid beans before sex if they don't want to feel gassy. If you would rather not avoid foods that make you gassy, you can always take Olivia and her partner's lead and let things happen. You could play some sensual music if you're concerned about sounds during sex. Light some delicious smelling candles. If you do want to eat beans and still avoid any gassy side effects soon after, you can take Beano, a supplement that contains natural enzymes for reducing gas and bloating. Or you can degas your beans. Yeah, that is a thing. Shortly after I interviewed Olivia, my mom mentioned that she had been degassing beans. So here are what may be the first ever Girl Boner Curated Cooking Tips by way of a chat with my mom, Caroline. Okay, so I know that you decided to learn how to degas beans, right? Yes. I really like beans and they're really good for you, but beans don't like me very much. And especially pinto beans and black beans make me sing very loud songs. So I wanted to degas them. Yeah, that's a nice way to put it. So I heard from Rick Bayless on his Mexican cooking show mentioned that Mexican oregano degasifies beans. 
when you boil beans, and I, I use dried beans, of course. So when you boil the dry beans, you put like a teaspoon of a Mexican oregano in it. Also, another point he said too is not to salt them until they're done or they get tough. So anyhow, so you add the Mexican oregano, the beans get cooked, and then you just drain it off and use them as you would. But then I found another method. I, I did some Googling and research. Another method is when you put water and the beans in the pot to boil them, you put a potato in. There's a chemical reaction and the potato absorbs all the gassiness. And the only warning is never to eat the potato. If you eat the potato, you just might be like Mount Vesuvius. Oh, no. Is that where all the gas goes? Yes. <laughs> so it's a very gassy potato. Oh, my goodness. And there's one other, one other method, and that is to put a teaspoon of baking soda in the water. So when I do, especially pintos and black beans, just to be sure, I add the Mexican oregano and the baking soda. And it really, really, really does help. I can eat my beans and, no, and nobody hears me singing. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. That's great. Thank you for sharing that. Let's say that you did not know about these steps and you have a lot of beans and you are a gassy person and you're being intimate with someone, you're physically close to someone and gas happens. What would be your advice? Well, you just make sure they have beans and you sing duets. <laughs> or you warn them that it might be a very musical time. <laughs> so there's it. there it is, all in a nutshell. There it is, all in a bean nutshell. Good advice. Thanks, Mom. You're welcome. Passing gas isn't the only bodily sound that might happen during sex, of course. Two other biggies are breath sounds and moaning. And while both can be hot, signs of arousal and bringers of intense turn-on, some folks feel self-conscious about those sounds too. Back in May of 2019, Kate Scalisi, founder of Passion by Kate, joined me in the studio to explore embarrassing sex problems. We weighed in on a few listener questions, including one about sex sounds. Here's a clip. Somebody else wrote that they're very embarrassed by the sounds they make in bed ever since an ex demanded they stay quiet. Oh. <laughs> I'm glad there's nothing for me to throw within uh. <laughs> distance right now. We're sending this person love. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, so much love. That enrages me. I see red. The only time you should be silent during sex is when it's part of the fun. Like stealthy sex is yes. hot. Stealthy sex can be hot. Playing, role-playing silence can be hot. No. <laughs> like trying not to breathe because breath is so important too. Mm -hmm. So if you're trying to be quiet, yeah. you're also holding your breath and your muscles yep. are tense. Mm -hmm. And then you have self-consciousness. Yep. And to have yeah. somebody have shamed you for mm -hmm. that. 
Maybe you weren't embarrassed. Exactly. It gets you know? put on you. Yeah. And you're like, oh, wait, am I supposed to care about this? And then you get in your head about it. Right. You and might have even like, loved oh, it about yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, I squirt a little sometimes, you might think. And then somebody says, oh, my gosh, you peed on me. Mm-hmm. You know, like those oh. kinds of tapes can play yeah. up again. So. Yeah. So I'm so, so sorry that this happened because it's fucking bullshit. I, you go straight to, like, the deep compassion. And I'm like, I need to be with my anger first. This is why we're yin and yang. <laughs> we are. We work perfectly together. Um, so... Like, first of all, I do invite you to, like, do whatever grieving and processing of how that made you feel. Like, if someone shamed you for something, especially if it's something that you liked about yourself or you never even thought about and it was just this neutral, just a part of you, like, feel your feels around that. Get angry. Get sad. And, you know, that's really on them. Like, that is on them. And... You know, again, this I think the advice of like letting someone else hold some space for you and is really powerful. If you have a partner now who loves those noises, like invite them to tell you that if that would feel good, like or encourage you or like talk to you or whatever. And the other thing here is that exactly like you said with the breath. So, you know, in porn, we often, especially mainstream porn, we hear this like <laughs> this really high pitch. That was noise. really good. Thank you. <laughs> what can I say? Um, and you hear that and it's very the, – the breath is coming in very like in the chest and it's very short and rapid. And that's actually not going to lead to a better orgasm. We, if you want to think about taking deeper breaths and like more of a like uh, like that deep moany noise. I can't believe I just did that. That was awesome. FYI. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I'm like, I just did that. It's fine. It's going out to like many listeners. I love no it. shame. No shame. Um, see, and I'm naming it. Sometimes you just have to name it for yourself. I'm turning red right now. We you are. <laughs> How adorable are you? Yeah. Thank you. Anyways, back to my point. The deeper breaths you can take are going to help you f- experience more pleasure have a stronger orgasm if experiencing orgasm is in your repertoire and just enjoy the experience more. And being loud is a part of that. So, you know, start small. I always, always say whether it's body, you know, whatever it is, like start where you are and take like the next tiny baby step that feels a little uncomfortable, but not like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, right? Like not triggery uncomfortable, just like, like, okay, this is scary, but like, I think I can like maybe let out like a little baby moan right now, like just a little one and start to reclaim that. Mm. But also, like I said, feel those feels towards that person because no one should put that on you. And that's such a reflection of their probably discomfort with noises. And um, I actually just answered a question, a, a reader question about like how do I get my partner to talk during sex so like to make noise and to like tell me what they want and to like share fantasies and and so it's it's a beautiful thing noise is a beautiful thing yeah unless like I said unless it's something you're playing with if this episode is turning you on hey Fart fetishes are a thing, and Kate did do a stellar job of those sex sounds. Head to thepleasurechest.com to check out their latest specials. Right now, they are celebrating their most popular tried and true vibrator collection. It's so fun. And if you are a new customer, you can sign up for their mailing list to save $5 on your first online purchase and stay in the loop about upcoming events. Again, that's The Pleasure Chest at thepleasurechest.com.
This week's listener question came from Bree, who wrote this. I've been feeling sort of blah. My partner is back to work. I'm on my own with a small child and pets for the first time in over a year. I know many people have had a horrible time in the pandemic, still are, and I'm definitely not complaining. If I'm being honest, though, there are things I miss about stay home life. And I think that's why I haven't been as interested in sex lately. What do you think? Brie, I sense so much care and self-awareness in your words. And I love that you have already picked up on the fact that your reduced interest in sex isn't likely about sex at all. That is so often the case and incredibly easy to miss. Your awareness around those feelings is just so huge. Here is what Dr. Megan Fleming of greatlifegreatsex.com had to say. Bree. I most definitely know that you are not alone. For many, including most introverts, staying at home life had many benefits. I, for one, enjoyed the opportunity I rarely had with my husband for nooner sex during the work week. So first step is always just noticing how you're feeling as you already are in asking this question. Allow yourself to feel feelings and, like a wave, know that all feelings crest and move on. And I certainly can imagine having a small one and pets all on your own for the first time in almost a year and a half It's got to be a little overwhelming and exhausting sometimes. You know my expression is self-care isn't selfish. It's non-negotiable. I think the answer to sexual disinterest is an exploration into how to ignite and keep your inner sexy pilot light on. The work is a gift for yourself and your relationship. So I'm going to share my top two tips. But if you want to go into greater depth, make sure to check out my Rekindle Desire one-hour workshop on my website, greatlifegreatsex.com. So step one. Visioning. Know that it's possible. So maybe you're in a slump, and to be honest, slumps are depressing. And when we're depressed, we most definitely see the glass as half empty, even though half the glass is full and is equally true. Think of this like your already hardwired brain negativity bias on steroids. Sometimes in these moments, the idea or even possibility that not only could it be like it was, it might even be possible that it could be even better is something that doesn't even cross our mind. So the first step is to create the vision crystal clear, step into the vision of both the sex life and the relationship you are already having in the future. How does it look and feel? Like watching a movie, I want you to bring in all five of your senses and really bring what you miss, you long for, is your wish and your longing, bring to fruition and really see yourself living in your ideal relationship with the sex life your heart most desires. Step two, our minds are our biggest sex organ. Turn it on. So when your child takes a nap, you know the saying, nap. If you're tired, absolutely take that time because your body knows what it needs. But maybe it's a power nap and you use the rest of the time exploring what turns your mind on. Or you prioritize carving out other time. The key here is in taking action and exploring What gives you pleasure and turns you on? Full stop. As I always say, you are your own expert. Only you know. I can put you in the right direction, and honestly, it's one of the favorite parts of my job, but only you know in an embodied way what speaks to you. So start with what in general gives you pleasure, not just sexually. 
And then sexually, I want you to explore your own fantasy and reliving peak experiences in your mind's eye that you had with your partner, sort of what drew you to them in the first place. Relive those moments and bring them and those feelings to life. Another way to explore erotica is to explore both written and visual. Maybe it's romantic novels versus Fifty Shades of Grey, but I can assure you it is all out there. Just Google in an incognito window to protect your privacy, best free erotic literature, and explore what speaks to you and go from there. And what I can say is if it doesn't speak to you, you don't need to keep reading. Generally, people know pretty quickly when it comes to pleasure and erotica, what feels good or what doesn't, or it even gives them the inkling of it's turning you on, in which case you keep reading. But again, if it doesn't, stop and go on to the next one. So what I can say is even in a slump, which I get doesn't feel good and makes complete sense why you've lost sexual interest, this is also an opportunity. You most definitely have the ability all on your own to ignite and savor your inner sexy pilot light. And again, if you're struggling to do so, definitely check out my one-hour workshop on Rekindle Desire on my website, greatlifegreatsex.com. Thank you so much, Dr. Megan. And here is to taking care of ourselves first. Okay, so I didn't want you all to feel sad before hearing from Dr. Megan there, but that was her last official listener Q&A segment. I know that is sad, but you will still hear from Megan every month as she continues to share her latest pleasure picks and in a special episode next week about hot monogamy and some of her most popular and powerful sex tips. Dr. Megan is still part of this girl boner family, as are you, awesome listener. And I would love to share even more with you. To ask me anything all year round and get all sorts of fun bonus content, join my Patreon community at patreon.com slash girlboner. I have a ways to go to reach my goal of expanding my team and any support, even $2 a month would be so appreciated. Once you join, you will get access to all the rewards in your tier that I have posted so far. So check it out at patreon.com slash girlboner. You can also support the show by leaving a rating and review and letting your friends know about it. To learn more about Colors Only, which Olivia described as erotica that shifts away from the male gaze and into the female gaze and centers people of color, follow them on Instagram at colorsonlyeroticabooks. Learn more from Kate Scalisi at passionbykate.com. That's K-A-I-T dot com. Thanks so much for listening and have a beautiful Girl Boner Embracing Week. 